what does a good dad do? And uh, so I learned a lot about fathering doon po sa tatay ko. Of course, I've learned a lot from God bilang father. God is my true heavenly father. You know, the father we have on this earth is really just a short term. His role is to show us kung sino talaga ang ating tunay na ama in heaven. And there's four things that a good father does that we're going to talk about today. The first thing is a father teaches. Deuteronomy talks about how fathers should teach their children. Hindi sinabi na the church should teach the children. Hindi sinabi niya fathers should send their kids to school. There's nothing wrong with that, pero ang pinaka-instructions ng Diyos sa family is the fathers should teach their children. Psalms chapter 78 reminds us of what the Bible said. It, it says that He commanded our fathers to teach their children to the next generation so that the next generation might know and even the children not yet born and that they in turn will teach their own children so that each generation should set its hope anew on God's work and not let God's works go out of their minds. So ang goal ng Diyos is every generation will know God, will know His works. You know, kids learn from you, dads. Well, they learn from you with your words and actions. Words and actions. Tatay ko, he would always tell me, I love you. Doon ako nakaroon ng great sense of security because he would repeatedly say to me, God loves you and we love you. And my mom and dad would always say to me, if you put your heart into it, there's nothing you cannot do. Another thing is the actions. Actions palang may message na. May message na. He was pointing me in a direction. Bago kumain, meron kaming devotional. A short Bible reading and then talk, pray together. And malaking impact in sa akin. Fathers, when you talk, when you speak, when you act, you're teaching your children. Either good or bad, you're teaching them. Kalooban ng Diyos, you teach them. Not to forget the Lord. And then your example, you know, the example, how, you, how my dad treated my mom. Doon ako nakaroon ng idea how to honor and respect a woman. And hindi ako lumaki na binabasto sa mga babae because I never saw my dad do that. How he disciplined me, ganun halos ang style na ginagawa ko sa anak ko. Kakausapan ko muna, kunting talk, but then reassured that I love you, I'm not mad at you, but I have to correct you. Ganun. My father never lost his school. Hindi siya nag, nawala ng pagpipigil sa sarili niya. He was always under control, yung emotions niya. Kahit makikita ko siyang, you know, uh, upset, disappointed, but he never showed demonstrations of anger. He never shouted or raised his voice. Fathers, when you speak, when you act, your example, somehow you're training the next generation. Sinasadya mo hindi, you are training. Presence is another one. Sa presence. Presence palang, you're teaching your kids. Tate ko, he would play football with me. Gumagawa siya ng magic tricks. Doon ako natuto na mag-magic. And then, 
pag humihinga ako ng something sa kanya, pera, allowance, bonus, kanyan, hindi basta-basta binibigay. He'd never let me feel entitled. Laging may something na work ethic. So, tinuro niya ako na yung value of work ethic. And he taught me how to meet and greet people. It said in Psalms chapter 127, verse 4, children born to a young man are like arrows in a warrior's hand. Habang tumatanda si Zion, he will fly somewhere. And bilang tatay, I have the privilege and the responsibility to point him, to aim his life in a certain direction. So I can point his life and I can somehow not determine his destiny, but I can direct kung saan ang direction na papunta niya. That's a father's ability. And even from the mistakes, you can teach your children. Sabi sa Proverbs 22.6, Teach your children to choose the right path. And when they are old, they will remain on it. Fathers, hindi responsibility lang ng mother to teach. Really, the responsibility is with dad to teach the children. So number two is to provide. A good father provides. Genesis 2.15, The Lord God took the man and put him in the Garden of Eden to work it and keep it. Sa pagsimula pa lang, kaloob ng Diyos na ang lalaki may trabaho. And sa totoo lang, man is most fulfilled when he's doing a God-assigned work. Binigay ni Lord sa akin. Ito assignment ko from God. And I'm doing it not just a God-given work, but for a God-given purpose. It's important, not only you have a good job, but you got a good motivation why you're doing that job. You got a purpose na nagpapatakbo ng buhay mo every day. Why you go to work? Because I'm doing God's will. I go to work because it's God's will. Sabi ni Manny Pacquiao, I fight because it's God's will. You know, And whatever you do, you got to do it with a God-ordained purpose in life. 1 Timothy chapter 5 and verse 8 says, If anyone does not provide for his own, no, his own family, especially those in his household, so when he's denied the faith, it's actually worse than an unbeliever. So napaka-seryoso na ang instructions ng Diyos sa, sa lalakis, he'll provide. Sometimes I see families na baliktad ang kanilang setup. Ang inaasahan ng parents is, the children will provide for me. I guess there's nothing wrong kung magandang trabaho si Junior, you know, and uh, he, he's working, he wants to help and honor his parents. Walang masama doon. Pero sa totoo lang po, it's, it's backwards kung yan ang expectation. It's the parents who provide for the children, not the other way around. Ayon sa Biblia, fathers are responsible for the children. Pag lumakay ng children, they will be responsible din sa kanilang mga children. Ganun ang direction. You don't have children so that you can have your retirement plan. Hindi po yan ang purpose to have children. Look at this. Proverbs 13.22 says, A good man leaves an inheritance to his children's children. You know, God was that to us. God provides for us. So kung ikaw ay lalaki and you feel the pressure, you feel the, the burden... You know, I tell you what, never imagine that you mismo by yourself are the provider. Because actually God is the provider. But you stand under God's authority. You stand under, submitted yourself to God. And under God, 
you then provide for your family. Over here in Romans 8.32, it says, Since he, that's God, he did not spare even his own son, but gave him up for us all. Won't he also give us everything else? Pangako ng Diyos, magpo-provide siya everything we need. Number three is to protect. You've submitted yourself to the Lord. In the same way siya ang magpo-provide sa'yo para you can provide for your family, siya din ang magpo-protect sa'yo so that you can stand in the way of harm for your family. Proverbs 14.26, reverence for the Lord gives confidence to a man and his children have a place of refuge and security. And so it's very important because people value security. So fathers, trabaho mo, gawa ka ng paraan para everyone feels secured in your house. Alam mo ba, may mga dangers to our physical body. Pero ang family pwede rin ma-expose sa dangers relationally. Ano yung danger relationally? Yung protection ng puso, ng emotions ng anak mo, ng wife mo. You got to protect their emotions. There's a lot of men, they're so strong, big muscles. Siga, if someone would try to harm their children, tatayo at lalaban, di ba? Normal yan sa lalaki. Pero... Mayroong pagkukulang ang karamihan ng mga lalaki, hindi sila lumalaban when the wife is exposed to potential emotional harm. What about not just protecting her body, but how about protecting her heart and she doesn't get hurt? How about protecting her heart from you and your words? How about protecting your children na hindi sila maging wounded emotionally? If an intruder would fight your kids and bully your kids, you would not let them be harmed. We do the same thing regarding their emotions. Maglalagay tayo ng mga boundaries to protect our marriage, to protect the relationships that are important to us. We don't re- disrespect our wives. Nung bata ko, my dad would never allow me na sumagot pa sa nanay ko. Sabi niya, you have to respect your mother. Parang doon ako natuto na hindi pwedeng bastusin ang aking nanay. My dad would fight for that. And you know, not only the security na being hurt, but it's very insecure when a father leaves the family. Maybe for a good reason or whatever, but still, umalis. Ang naiiwan dun is very insecure ang feeling. Mas mahalaga na mag-provide ng security and a feeling of security. Listen to me. Real men are warriors. Real men, it's not because you have tattoo. It's not because you have hair on your chest. Real men is... Warriors who know what to fight for. They don't have to fight for their ego to save face. No, real men know what to fight for, what's important to fight for, and how to fight for it. Real men have courage and commitment to fight the good fight and finish strong. Dangers also to the soul. Alam mo, may mga dangers na hindi physical. Ibig sabihin yung poison, yung last one, na pumapasok sa pag-iisip ng mga anak natin. Every day, merong mental poison, emotional mental from bad influences. Kaya trabaho ng tatay, alamin mo kung sino yung mabarkada ng anak mo. A father, hindi nakikialam, hindi siya nosy, but he has to protect the soul of his children. Para hindi ma-poison, hindi ma-corrupt. It says in Romans 12:21, Don't be overcome by evil, but you overcome evil with good. Don't just sit down and let 
the evil in the world run over your family. Talk about protection from poverty. My mom's dad, nung bata pa siya, nagtatanong siya, Dad, do you have money? Laging sinasagot, yes, kahit wala. He said, yeah, I've got plenty. I'm loaded. And I think ang purpose niya is para maging secured about finances, ang mga anak niya. In our culture, minsan, the children will ask, Mom, do you have money? No, mahirap tayo. Wala tayong budget dyan. Wala pa yung good. So, lalaki ng mga kids feeling insecure financially. Utak poverty. If you have any money at all, sabi mo, yes, I have money. I have enough for what God wants us to do. No, you can't buy that, but we have enough money. Alam <laughs> you, you got to somehow bring security. And the fourth one is correct. If you don't correct the direction of your family, ayan mo na lang by default kung saan papunta, you'll be sorry. The Bible says in Proverbs 29, 17, that if you discipline your son, he will give you rest. He will be a delight to your heart. Proverbs 13, 24, he who ever refuses, kasi may mga parents, they refuse to correct their children. So it says in Proverbs 13, 24, if you refuse to spank your son, you hate him. But whoever loves his son disciplines him from an early age. And discipline, it comes from the root word disciple or the same root as disciple. Alam mo, disciple means a learner. Ang goal po is buoin ang character ni Kristo sa buhay ng mga anak. Parang ginawa ni Jesus sa kanya mga disciples. Binago niya yung kanilang culture. As a father, I want to disciple my son. Gusto ko siyang i-mentor na gusto kong buoin ang character ni Christ sa buhay niya at gusto kong makita na lalago siyang leader. Because Jesus said, you are the salt of the earth. You're the light of the world. So listen, leadership means simply lang. It means influence. So either your children will influence the world o mapapa-influence sila. They will be influenced by the world. Pero I'm telling you, in this world, ang daming corruption, ang daming evil, di ba? Alam na natin yun. So either you lead the world, you change the world, or you will be changed by the world. Proverbs 6.23 says, Your parents give you commands and teachings that are like lights to show you the right way. And this teaching corrects you and trains you to follow the path to life. Hebrews 12.11, it's never fun to be corrected. In fact, at the time, it's always painful. But if we learn to obey by being corrected, we will do right and live at peace. Ephesians chapter 6 verse 4 says to the fathers, don't make your children bitter about life. You know, there's many discipline methods. Nabasa ko sa isang book na imbis na puro punishing yung negative behavior, celebrate at praise yung good behavior. At dun focus. And even sa ating uh, mentoring, whatever behavior is celebrated is repeated. Actually, children want to please their father. And even when Jesus was baptized, he got assurance from his father. He got approval and praise from his father. And because of that approval, na tinanggap ni Jesus from his father, because of that assurance, Jesus Christ was able to resist all the temptations of the world. If you want to be a champion in life, don't fail to receive the word of approval from your dad in heaven. When you know that He is pleased with you, when you trust His grace that you are righteous, He made you righteous, He sees you as righteous, temptations will not be attractive to you. Why? 
Kasi dala-dala mo na yung approval from your father. Let's just talk about young women. When they don't feel the love and acceptance from their fathers, that's when they go looking for just any boyfriend to fill the need. Boys, that's why they get, you know, nagiging mayabang, they rebel. Why? They don't feel approved by their father. So listen to me, fathers. sa pagbuhos ng words and actions of acceptance and approval to your children. And this is a lesson for all of us. If you are struggling with temptations, you know it's wrong, but you're struggling. The temptation is pulling you so hard. There's only one thing that is the cause. You haven't yet totally accepted that the Father loves you. It says in 1 John 2, verse 15 to 17, it says, Do not love the world. And if a person loves the world, it means the reason is because the love of the Father is not yet in him. When you are convinced that my Father accepts me, He loves me, holy and blameless in His sight, when you have that, you believe that and you carry that, you are not easily broken by any temptations. So, fathers, this is a great message for us and all of us who has a father, who probably will have children, either literal or spiritual, and for those who need to receive yung reparenting magmula sa iyong tunay na ama. God is a great teacher. He is our provider. He's our protector. And he will correct. He doesn't punish you. And God will never punish you because He already punished Jesus for you on your behalf. Correction is not to hurt you, but to bring you to a higher and more quality standard of living. And God corrects those He loves. Fathers, be taught by the Lord so that you can teach your family. And trust the Lord to provide for you. Hindi po ito para selfish ambition ng motibo. No, no, no. Not selfish ambition. It's an ambition to live out your responsibility. And then you go to God and you say, God, I need you to protect me. Protect my own heart so I don't get hurt. A man that's hurt will hurt his wife. A man that's hurt will hurt his children. So you got to go to the Lord and be healed. Say, God, protect my heart so that I can walk in this life as a healed person, whole, so that I can protect my wife and my children. Physically, emotionally, relationally, protect their minds from the poison of this world so I can put boundaries and shield them. That's a real man. That's a warrior. And you go to the Lord and say, Father, I I submit to your correction so that I can also be very wise and very strategic how I bring corrections to my family. I do believe, kung isa sa buhay natin ito, we're gonna see champion fathers. Rise up. We're gonna see champion families. I just honor you guys that are dads. It's not easy. Wives, don't ever put your husbands down. They don't need that from you. They got that from outside. They got that from work. They need to hear honor. And you protect your husband so that he gets honored. I want to just pray a blessing for the men in the house. Father, I just pray in Jesus' name that gawin mo po kaming mga fathers, mga fathers na good fathers. A father like you. A protector, a provider, a teacher. Taga correct. You are strong. Gawin mo kaming strong. 
mapasa amin ang strength mo, ang wisdom mo. We need you to teach us so we can teach our family. We need you to protect and provide for us. Para yun din ang overflow namin sa mga pamilya namin. I pray that you would just uh, change our lives, cause us to grow more and more in wisdom and in strength, to take responsibility, not iwas responsibility, and that we would be champions so that our families would be champions. We thank you for Jesus na siya ang nag, siyang nagtubo sa amin, that we, we became set free, we became acceptable because of Christ. Thank you that yung ginawa niya sa cross, that, that champion work on the cross to buy our freedom, to pay for our sins, Yun po ang, that's what we honor. That's what we're all about. And we thank you, Jesus, for dying for our sins, to take away the penalty so that we could be blessed, take away the hurt so we could be healed, take away the fear so that we could receive your perfect love. Thank you for all you've done. Now, I pray a blessing on the families in this house. That if, Where there is brokenness, you bring healing. You bring restoration. Where there is weakness, strengthen the man. Lord, help us to um, be the men you've called us to be. And I pray for all the wives and the youth and everyone to just pray for the champion men, to honor the men and let, help, help them to lead as you've called them to do. In Jesus' name, amen.